We are in the middle of Yardeah, Siman Kufnin Zayin. We're discussing the mitzvah of Kiddush Hashem, Yaharik Vayavar. So we mentioned yesterday that there are three cardinal sins. A person has to give up his life before violating. Otherwise, a person violates and does not give up his life. So that's based on the Pasuk V'chai Bohem. The mitzvahs are given to us to live by them and not to die by them, except for the exceptions. So we have the big three. And then the other exceptions we had was if something is Befarhesi in public, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, and Shasa Shmad, times of governmental persecution. So yesterday, the beginning of the Shulchan Arach, the Mechaber Paskin against the Rambam, and that is that even though when the Nazi comes into the kitchen and threatens him, he has to eat the pig sandwich or kill him, even though the Lacha is that he eats the pig sandwich, but the Shulchan Aruch holds that he has the option to give up his life. He's allowed to give up his life. That's against the Rambam. The Rambam holds he's not allowed to give up his life. If he gives up his life, it's considered suicide. And then we said that there are exceptions. You know, the Tzadike Hador, if they see a certain need, then they would be an exception. Fine. Now the last line of the beginning of the Shulchan Aruch was that he's allowed to give up his life according to the Shulchan Aruch, even though he doesn't have to. If the intentions of the Nazi is to get him to violate his religion. Okay, so we'll discuss the significance of that in a minute. Now let's go into the Ramah. The first Ramah, Kuf Nun Zayin Aleph. This is based on the Ran in Sukkah. This is one of the most... Uh, I don't know if it's called inspiring or powerful Ramos that there are in Shulchan Aruch. Says Ramah Haga. If he can give up all his money, the Nazi comes into the kitchen. He wants to kill him if he doesn't eat the pig sandwich. He's allowed to eat the pig sandwich. But if he can bribe the Nazi... He has to give him everything he has before violating one single losase. Right. That's wow. That's a big wow. And that also appears in the Ramah in Orachayim and Hilchas Lulav. The same thing. There's talking about how much you have to spend on a Lulav and Esro. What if you don't have one? And then it says, okay, it says you don't have to spend more than a fifth of your money. Vidavka mitzvah That's by positive mitzvahs, which we'll come back to in a minute. Avalosa say, but it comes to a losa say, this is Hilchas Lulav, Orachayim, Tuf, Reish, Nun, Vav. Avalosa say, yitin komamono. He has to give all his money before violating a single losa say. Wow. Okay, so there's a lot of discussion over here about, about different things. Let's see. Let's see the shots of Kut and Gimel. Which that's the discussion in Hilchos Sukkah. Even though it's a mitzvah that's going to pass, if you don't get your esrog before Sukkot, it doesn't help to get it after Sukkot. You do not need to spend more than one fifth. Now it sounds very open and shut, but if you look over there at the Sukkot, the Mishabura, and the Big Biyalachas, it's very not so simple. Does it mean a fifth of all your money? A fifth of your annual income? Is it really a fifth? Maybe it's a tenth. It's a whole whole discussion of that. 
Kamosha Kasav Rab Orchaim, Sof Siman Tov Reish Nunvav, that I just read to you before. Fine. That's point number one. So this is a rule by Losa says. The person has to give up all his money before violating one single Torah prohibition. Losa says. When it comes to assays, it sounds like he doesn't have to give more than 20%, 20%, let's say, of his total net worth, whatever it is. Continues the shaf. What if the Nazi doesn't threaten to kill him? The Nazi threatens to cut off his finger. Eat the pig or you cut off your finger. Is that like you have to give up all your money and he has to give up his finger before eating the pig sandwich? Or that's like giving up his life and he doesn't have to give up his life. He should eat the pig sandwich. So the conclusion of the shach, ayin rivosh, v'nire l'kula, that it's considered giving up a finger is like giving up his life and he eats the pig sandwich and he does not give up his finger. Now, Rabbi Kiva Eger over here in Sifkatan Bays. What if we're dealing with a passive losase? The Nazi comes in, Erev Pesach in the morning, and says, this Pesach, the chametz stays in your house. And he can bribe his way out of that. Does he have to give up all his money before violating a passive losase? Or maybe he only has to give up all his money before violating an active losase, eating the pig. Before eating the pig, for doing a losase, you have to give up all your money. What if it's a lav she'embo maisa? A passive lav. So that's Rebbe Kiva Eger over here. Sifkot and Beis. My name is Dibri Tshubes Chavis Yom Ufor. Dimhu lav she'embo maisa. Havik mo lav or alasei. So if it's a lav she'embo maisa, it's a passive lav. So it's like an essay. When the Nazi says, don't put on tefillin, it's like saying, leave the chametz in the house. In both cases, the Jew is passive. The Eino Tzachitin Kom Amono, he wouldn't have to give up all his money. Only the fifth. So this is Rekiv Eger brings down a machlok as a post game. This rule, if you give up all your money for violating, before violating a losa, say, does it include a lav she'en bo maisa, a passive lav? Then it concludes, Everyone should look out for homework. Go through quickly the whole simon. That's the simon that, that goes through the various assays and los assays involved in paying workers on time, which is very relevant to all of us. Here the plumber comes and the electrician comes and all these different cases, the important, the tutor, whatever it is, the importance of paying workers on time and how many mitzvahs are involved in doing so. So there, the discussion, Rukhi has a discussion, he doesn't have money to pay the worker. But, you know, let's say he can go to the uh, next door neighbor, so he go to the bank, and, and with a 100% interest rate, he can go get the money, but now he has to pay, give you $1,000, but he's going to have to pay him tomorrow $2,000. Does he have to do that or not? It sounds like he does not have to do that over there. So there, there is a discussion. The reason that Rukhi Vega brings it down over here, because that's a passive losase. It's a losase to not pay your worker on time if the worker demands the money. If the worker says, pay me whatever you want. So a person doesn't violate a losase. But if he demands his money and you don't have it, you don't give it, if you don't give it, if you don't give it to him, it's a violation of a losase. I can get the money, but it's going to cost me a lot of money. So that's a discussion over there.
The Pischei Tshuva over here, Sifkat on Dalit, which is very long, but it's around halfway down. Halfway down, the Pischei Tshuva, Sifkat on Dalit, he says just a couple of lines, Oh, Kasem Prima Gadim, Yesh the Stapik, up to now, we're talking about he has to give up all his money before violating a lav, a lav de oraisa, a Torah prohibition. What about a rabbinical, a rabbinical lav? A lav, also say the rabbanon, imuchuyav, litin komamono ochomesh. Do we say that that's like an assay? And you only have to give up to a fifth? Or there's no difference, he has to give all his money. He says, from the Chavis Yar, he has to give all his money. I think he went out to say that another opinion, not like that. Uh, okay, so that's a uh, that's discussion. Okay, so this is like very important halachos, not that they are necessarily halacha lemaisa, but when it comes to speaking Lashon Hara and then you know, people are cheating and lying and stealing to, to make an extra buck. You have to give up all your money before stealing one dollar from anybody. Give up all his money. Put, uh, puts Torah into perspective. Okay, that's the first half of the first Ramah. Let's move on to the second half of the first Ramah. There's different gears here. Umakom, Yafagav. I have the Afagav Sha'amru, even though the Gemara in Shabbos and Daphne and Dalit says, Call me Sheyesh Biyodu Limchos, If I have the opportunity to stop someone from doing an Avera, someone in my house is doing something wrong, I have the opportunity, if someone in my community is doing something wrong, if I have the opportunity to protest and I don't protest and I sit quietly while they violate, who nitzvahs most of them? So then, the spectator who's leaving, letting him do the Avera, the, he gets the Avera. I get his Avera when I watch him do the Avera and I don't protest. But if it can lead to, you know, you're going to start up with this person and <laughs> he's going to rearrange your face, it's a Kshash Sakana, so then you don't have to protest. The Ramah is dealing with how literally do we take this idea that when he's doing something wrong and I sit by quietly, it's as if I'm doing the Avera. So all the rules that we have in giving up the money and Sakonas Aver, giving up his life, is that relevant with his Avera if I'm watching him and I don't stop him? So says the Ramah, he doesn't have to do anything that can get himself, uh, put himself into danger. He's going to start up with uh, the hooligans on the block who are doing things wrong and it's dangerous. He also doesn't have to give out any money to stop them from doing something wrong. Now, the whole idea of, of giving musr and whatever is very, very complicated. It's discussed in the, uh, also, in Chelek Vav, in Hilchasim Kippur, in Siman Tov Reish Ches. There it discusses uh, giving people musr, telling people that they're doing things the the mitzvah and it's very very not simple and you know the person's not going to listen whatever it's not really our topic but the Ramah discusses it in Tafresh Ches Sif Beis and the Bira Loch over there Dibar Masel Chayav Lochicho brings down from the Sefer Chasidim when he talks about giving someone you know Tochacha and and correcting something they're doing wrong. 
So the Sefer Hasidim says, that's if it's your best friend, someone you're super close with, and you can tell them, and they won't get upset at you. If, if you're going to tell him he's doing something wrong, he's going to hate you, and he might fight back at you, then you should not tell him that he is doing something wrong. And very often nowadays, when you tell someone doing something wrong, it just makes it worse. So to keep your eye on the long-term goal, okay, and that's not the topic of this year, but that is Tafresh Ches Sif Beis with the Biralacha Ayin Sham for homework. Okay, so now we're up to continuing in your Yerdekuf Zayin Aleph. So he set aside for the three cardinal sins, even a low-grade sin, which we will discuss in the coming days. If it's done in public, a person has to give up his life. So. The Gemara wants to know, Gemara Sanhedrin, Dafayin Dalit, what does it mean in public, in Befarhesia? What does it mean in Befarhesia? So the Gemara says 10, the Gemara has a few questions, and the Gemara concludes that it's learned out from Xer Shava, Toch Toch, that all 10 have to be Jewish. The Nazi, he doesn't count. He's not Jewish, the Jews count. 10 Jews, he has to give up his life, even if he's asking him to, to eat the, he's asking him to eat the cheeseburger. The pig burger, he has to give up his life if it's in front of 10 Jews. Now, does the one, the victim, does he count towards the 10 or not? So that's a, that's a discussion. So let's see the, let's see the Shulchan Aruch right now. Continue, continues the Shulchan Aruch. If it's in public, it's in front of 10 Jews. He must let himself be killed below Yavar and not eat the pig burger. If, if, the same ter phrase we had before, if the intention of the guy is to get him to violate his religion. There's an interesting Pisgah Tshuva here, Sifkatan Vav, which is a, a whole discussion. Look at the Pisgah Tshuva Sifkatan Vav. That is a bracha to say al kiddush Hashem. Okay, this is not necessarily agreed upon by everyone. The bracha is says the pesach tshuva from the shloah. Bracha to Hashem came achinam and she kiddushan v'tzivon lekadesh shmo barabim. Kiddin happy mitzvah say shem avarachin al kiyuman like other mitzvahs. It's a mitzvah kiddush Hashem and it has a bracha. Look at the. Next, Pisgah Tshuva, Sif Katan, Zayin. I am Ashkazak Tshuva. The Nazi comes over to the man in front of nine Jews. The victim is number ten. Does that count? Question number one. The, the source of ten Jews comes from the source of Minyan. By Minyan, you need ten adult Jewish males. The women don't count towards the Minyan. So would women count towards the ten over here for Kiddush Hashem, for him to be eating the, the pig in public, for which he'd have to give up his life. That it's, uh, it's the positive of Yisrael. Okay, so that's another whole, whole discussion. Who's excluded from the word, from the word B'nai Yisrael? Okay. Now, this is a very exciting, juicy sugya. The concept of Farhesia. We'll, we'll start it now. 
And uh, we continue tomorrow, Bezrat Hashem. So the, the Gemara in Sanhedrin, Andaf Ayin Dalit. So there the Gemara asks, Esther, Esther went into, Esther was uh, taken into Achashverosh. How could Esther, let's say Esther, the Gemara says Esther was married to Mordechai. So how could, everything is, you can spend uh, a month at least on this sigil. A lot of a million different opinions, but the Gemara says Esther was married to Mordechai. So how can Esther? What? Till Purim. Till Purim, right? How can we? How can Esther let herself be taken in to sleep with Achashverosh? So all the Rishonim asked. The Gemara doesn't say it's Gilearias. It's adultery. She's married. That the Gemara doesn't. You get that? The Gemara doesn't ask, which leads uh, Tosos Tosos here. Every time Rivan Tosos here, Tosos here, Tosos everywhere, asking that question. Not for now. The Gemara does ask, It was done in public. Now, from that kasha, we learn, look at the Shach Sivkat on Dalit. What does it mean, public? Achashverosh didn't sleep with Esther in public. But when Esther went into the palace, everybody knew what was going on behind closed doors. So that's what the Shach says, Sivkat on Dalit. Bifnei Asarim Yisrael, 10 Jews, Dafka. The Anatol of Ephnei Mamish doesn't mean Mamish in front of them. And the Sheyodim Mehavera. It means 10 people, 10 Jews know about the Avera. We learned that from Esther for Esther. Achashverosh wasn't doing this in the town square. He was doing it in the palace. But everybody knew what was going on and therefore it's considered for Esther. So the Gemara says, why? We said even a low-grade Avera, a person has to give up their lives if you're violating in public. And in public doesn't just mean literally in public, but people know about it. So why didn't Esther give up her life? It was in public. Everyone knew about it. So those two famous answers. Amar Abaye, Esther Karka Olam Haisa. Abaye says, Esther was Karka Olam. She was like the ground. What does that mean? So it's also Machokas Rishonim Rashi says she was passive. She's passive. She didn't do anything. Achashverosh did to Esther a So since she was passive, she didn't do anything. She didn't do a chilul Hashem. Even though it was in public, everyone knew about it. She doesn't have to give up her life. She didn't do a ma'isa. She was passive. That's what it means, Esther Karka Olam The Ram says that it means something else. It means that he doesn't need her. It's not a question, I'll kill you or let me do this. Basically, he was raping her. Esther Karka Olam means that he had the option. He could... He could he can force her to do it, even against her will, without killing her. So she doesn't have to fight to her death, because he can force her anyway, without killing her. And therefore, says the big machokas we showed him, how to understand Abaye. Abaye says, even though it's public, because she was karka olam, so she didn't have to give up her life. Rava says something else. Rava says, hanos atzman shiny. Rava says, when the public avera is only being done for the pleasure of the Nazi, so it's a different set of rules. That's not a Achil Hashem. He's not doing it to get her to violate her religion. He's doing it for his own personal uh, personal pleasure. If he's doing it for his own personal pleasure, then even though it's a public Avera, it's not necessary to give up one's life. So those are the two opinions of the Gemara. Abayi and Rava. And we'll discuss tomorrow, usually Abayi and Rava argue. Are they arguing here? Or are they just giving two things, two different valid reasons why she doesn't have to give up her life? And that will be continued. So this is the continuation of Yerodea Kufnun Zayin. Sif Aleph, we did the first Ramah, and the second piece of the Shulchan Aruch.